Hello and welcome to another episode of Creepy Podsta, the Creepy Pasta panel discussion podcast. With me, your host Jeff Kowalski. I'm here to ramble up top before I introduce my guests. This week we are going to discuss some crappy pastas. They're bad. They're, don't read them. Don't read them beforehand. <laughs> They're very bad. I have with me returning guests uh, Phil Corso. Hey, hi. What's up? And and Judd Matarang. Hello. Uh, we're talking to. I chose this story because I wanted to talk about it because it's really stupid and I hate it. <laughs> but it's like a, it's I guess considered like a classic of the the creepy creepy pastas. Uh, is called Jeff the Killer. Now you guys were totally unaware of this story before. I I haven't even heard of it since like I, the first time I heard about it was when you started doing the podcast and I started looking at different creepypastas and I was like, Hey, what is this? Jeff the killer. <laughs> and I was like, this, this is one of the most popular yeah. creepypastas of all time. <laughs> this one. Uh-huh. It, yeah. I would like to, uh, read some of it, but I kind of don't. Cause it's like <laughs> really bad. Is the here's the good part of it. The there's an image that's badly photoshopped, and when you first look at it, it's kind of spooky because it's a pale <laughs> face. It's a pale face with like a stretched out mouth, and it says "Go to sleep." <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the whole thing. Yeah. No, there's also it's got like other stuff to it, I guess. Uh, it's, what? Are, Judd, tell me what you thought about this when you looked at it the first time. I. I think the image is the scariest part. I think, honestly, from maximum horror effect, they should have put the image at the very bottom. So you're, like, scrolling and you're reading this crappy story and then you just get to the bottom and it's just, go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it seems seems a a lot like uh, this was just some sort of image that was circulating on 4chan trying to get, you know, trying to, like, spook people or whatever and then somebody wanted to write a little story and they put it in and yeah it's bad bad man it's like two it's like two words like there's so much dialogue <laughs> well, let me see if i have the the right one the i have the creepypasta.com uh open up uh and it starts with excerpt from a local newspaper that's yeah. that's the same one you guys read right yeah uh yeah okay yeah it's got 23,000 votes on here and is rated 8.7 out of 10. That's insane. Uh, note that it's, it's 8.7 pumpkins out of, like, 8.7 jack-o'-lanterns. 8.7 jack-o'-lanterns out of 10. Well, I mean... On creepypasta.com, <laughs> a website which has a button that says, Taste a Random Pasta. <laughs> a horror fiction website. <laughs> but I guess if this was one of the first, you know, like, I mean, I remember this when I was trolling 4chan in my stupider days. Um, I, oh, those halcyon days. Those, those halcyon days of 2007. Um, yeah, I mean, this picture was, you know, it was pretty just prevalent. Just a weird, like, Photoshop picture. Just like, go to sleep, right? Like, just trying to spook people. Um, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, like, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know why this had to happen. I don't know why. This- I, 
I, okay, I, I come in here on the opposite end of the spectrum. Like, I never heard of uh, <laughs> Jeff the Killer, and I and I just heard about it about a month ago. And then I read, you know, like, there's all this hype. You know, I looked up Jeff the Killer, and the first thing you get is, like, the creepypasta wiki, and it's like, oh, you know, Jeff the Killer, one of the most legendary stories. It rivals even Slender Man. Just- and, I, and I see the picture, I'm like, ooh, I'm ready to dive in. You know, I'm like, all right, let's go. And I start reading it. And I'm I'm waiting, <laughs> waiting yeah. for the good part. Like I'm waiting when, for. To- when will my thirst be slaked for horror? Yeah, it won't. I'm, I'm just yeah. I was just waiting for the good part, and then I and then it just ended, and I was like, right, wait, no, no. And then I look back up at the top, and it says estimated reading time for this post seventeen yeah, the, the minutes creepiest and ten part seconds. That the so that's seventeen minutes and ten seconds. Yeah, I can't yes. get back. Well, look, here's, every, I love every this second part. that we they sat there waiting. Like this is written like somebody was thinking of a movie they wins. wanted to make, but they wrote it like, and you know, they sat there waiting for the bus, and then all of a sudden, some kid on a skateboard jumped over them, only inches uh, above their laps. <laughs> like, here's <laughs> a yeah, here's a, uh, class, here's a fun line. These weren't regular eyes. They were dark, ominous eyes. <laughs> they were bordered in black well, and dot, 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 just plain out terrified. <laughs> <laughs> the best way to get across that your story is scary is, is to, to tell say, people how scary it is. <laughs> have a character in the story be like, man, I was scared of this thing. <laughs> it was real scary, man. Let me tell you. Yeah, I mean, this is clearly, you know, just like, it was one of the first well, ones. The internet probably, you know, some teenager just stretching out his writing skills probably wrote this you know whatever but yeah yeah but the fact that it has enduring popularity it's because it's one uh, of the first ones it's the same reason people say that like you know ocarina of time is one of the best fucking video games of all time right even though Majora's mask is clearly better yeah it's just they played it when they were nine and so it's the best thing that ever happened yes exactly uh and like um i was just looking at a thing today of um it was uh oh it's this game called bad rats um and this game still has like a super high rating on um steam because it is like i don't know it's just kind of like a crappy game like it's not very good but it's been on steam since 2009 like long before they had green light yeah so it's popular as being a bad game that like shouldn't have been there this is like now there's a ton of crappy games on steam yeah it should have faded in popularity but it has like now the the creepy that, that is that several, is the creepy part. There's several <laughs> wikis worth of creepy pasta. You could just this. You don't have to read this. Yeah, you're like, man. hey, if you're out there listening to this because you're 14, and considering one of our five star reviews was from a seven X posse, I assume that we have some 14 year old <laughs> listeners. Yeah, uh, man, avenged seven times. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, shout out to. Aven- Sevenfold Posse, thank you for the five-star review, uh, but I assume that you're 14, and therefore, uh, this message is directed to you. You don't have to read this. You no. can read better stuff. You can read, like... Like Avenged Sevenfold lyrics. You can go read them. Yeah, they're very spooky. You, <laughs> yeah. you can't stop here. This is I mean, country. the guy's name is Matt Shadows. Come on. <laughs> oh, it's Matt. I thought it was just M. Oh, no, no. Also, it's, if, also it's, if any if any juggalos want to leave their reviews, the more, you're more than welcome to just come Yeah, right we're Yeah, we're welcoming to all kinds 
kinds of creepy weirdos. Yeah. Creepy yeah. in the good way. Not creepy in like don't we don't we're not welcoming to the sex crimer community. No. Don't be one of those. Those people. guys are too creepy. We don't. <laughs> Just be like creepy in that. There's Soccer another there's another website that with a registry of them and they can stay on they can stay on their own. We don't Yeah. They go yeah, we'll, we'll cross reference our iTunes reviews. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> So, here's the most maddening thing I think about this story. He says, go to sleep. Like, he wakes you up and then says, go to sleep and tries to kill you. Like, he knows he's got a scary face. He... He doesn't have to say that. He could just kill you. That's, like, is there any? They're reason? not going to go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that would be like a creepy thing to say if someone was like sort of waking up a little bit, maybe sleepwalking. But no, like, it's a, cre- it's a cre- went- no, it's a creepy thing to say if you're if it's four in the morning and you're sitting at your computer looking at the bright screen and you <laughs> scroll down in a four chan thread and a really weird white face is go to sleep. It didn't need like a huge <laughs> story, right? That was the spooky thing. Scrolling yeah. and seeing. That. Exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the same worry I have with like uh, this Candle Cove TV show that we're getting uh, sometime within the next year. What? Yeah. Sci-Fi picks it up. It's being developed by Max Landis, and I know uh, Chris Straub uh, trusts uh, him to do a good job, and it seems like it might be cool, but also I'm worried because Candle Cove is like two pages and is super excellent as a story because it just delivers a little spooky thrill and then it's over Mm. adding like lore to it seems like it would ruin things yeah it kind of seemed good as as it is oh my god i'm scrolling through this story and it just never stops so jeff i have to i have to ask you um when you were reading this story were you really were you really scared because you saw your name in there so many times like did you (laughs) you did you think maybe for a second you were jeff the killer i didn't Oh god (laughs) I'm wrong It is weird to see my name written Because like our brains are kind of trained To look at our name So I'm just kind of like skipping to every tenth word Which is Jeff of course Uh, Yeah yeah they're all like, Jeff, Jeff, please, Jeff, don't. Jeff, Jeff don't kill me. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? This, uh, I forgot the story because it came out in 2008, obviously has the, uh, uh, ripoff of, like we discussed an SCP, uh, story early on in the show. Uh, that was, it was written in 2007 and was a ripoff of a 2007 Doctor Who episode. This, uh, I forgot Jeff the Killer's origin story is that, like, he cuts his face open into a smile, just like the Joker from The Dark Knight, which came out in the summer of 2008 when this story was written. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> I forgot that there's sometimes that weird, like, fan fiction aspect, even to the stories that aren't uh, like the next story we're going to talk about, which uh, have we said everything we need to say about Jeff the Killer? Because we could just roll right on through and just do one episode. Hang on. So here's uh, from the villains.wikia.com Oh my god. article of (laughs) Jeff the Killer. He is uh, uh, his occupation is serial killer. Uh, Powers under powers and skills it says combat skills knives great speed uh under hobby 
Under hobby, we have murdering people to satisfy his bloodlust. And under goals, <laughs> it says ridding the world of as many people as possible <laughs> until he is satisfied. And then in parentheses, it says meaning never. he's like he's even less than a one-dimensional villain he's like a zero-dimensional villain (laughs) he barely exists i'm shaking in my gaming chair (laughs) (laughs) he's he's like a like a a knife that is thirsty he has as much depth as just like oh it's a knife that needs blood on it yeah which is instantly more interesting because living knife yeah i I've, I've, uh, <laughs> just... I, I think yeah li- the, i just thinking about a living knife scares me more than <laughs> just <before. laughs> which isn't hard to do no i'm like i'm gonna go to sleep tonight and it's not gonna be jeff the killer it's gonna be a floating sentient knife <laughs> whose goal is to rid the world of as many people as possible until he is satisfied meaning never i don't like the idea of uh, a mysterious killer having a like an explicitly stated goal <laughs> Like, what's Cthulhu's goal? <laughs> no one knows. That's why he's scary. He's just like a thing that's there. You don't so know what, what I'm learning. Wants. What I'm learning is goals make you less scary, right? I goals. Mean, yeah, like, <laughs> you, you don't really know what the Joker is up to in Batman, usually. Like, what's well, his end game? It's, it's not ever, like, explicitly stated, right? Yeah, like, he'll have short-term goals, like, I want to blow up this bank. But he usually succeeds <laughs> at those, but he doesn't have, like, an ultimate goal. He clearly doesn't want to kill Batman, otherwise he'd just do it. Yeah. Like, he has at least as much plot armor. Probably more. Batman's died a couple times. The Joker's never died. Oh, that's true. Well, no, they they thought he died, and then he resurfaced. Right. The yeah, he, they always off. think he died. That's yeah. my point. He's never he's he's unkillable, unlike Jeff the Killer. All right, Jeff the Killer versus the Joker. Who wins? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Don't answer that. Don't do it. <laughs> what are you doing? I immediately started to con- started to consider the circumstances. <laughs> no, the winner the the winner is uh, with it, they'll start fighting each other, and then all, out of nowhere comes that one dimensional sentient knife. All right. It's absolutely <laughs> <death>. <laughs> And then we don't have to decide anymore. The talking knife stabs Jeff the killer and then just says to the Joker, please go on, go on about your business. (laughs) Okay, so is that... Yeah, yeah, we're just gonna... Do we wanna... mm. Let's just roll straight through into into the next one, yeah. Let's sure. let's not prolong the suffering. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other crappy pasta we wanted to talk about was Squidward's suicide. So, yeah. I can't even get through it without laughing because it's so like it's even more tryhardy than Jeff the Killer. It's just like, all right, I got this bucket full of spooky things and this other bucket that's barely larger. I'm going to pour all of the spooky things in first and then sprinkle the top with plot to tie it all together. That was a really bad analogy. Did either of you guys, uh, Judd, did you know about this one before? Uh, I've seen it before, um, but yeah, maybe like a couple of years ago, but I haven't, I didn't actually read it. I did. What a- yeah, I, um, I absolutely have read this before when I was on 4chan, um, and yeah, I, 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 I had always just like sort of liked this one. There's always like a weird 
you know, sort of a thing about, like, co- like children's cartoon characters and stuff doing, like, you know, having, like, weird shit and stuff happen to them, because that, that particular, like, when something is like Jeff the Killer, when it's like, you know, original character, do not steal, um, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> like... You know, it doesn't have anything to go, it has to go on its own merits, right? Which is, you know, something in itself if the story turns out to be good. But I really like, uh, these sort of, like, twists on old kids' characters, like, for instance, when we talked about, uh, the Lavender Town, uh, syndrome, right? All of that stuff from Pokemon, like, just because it's Pokemon and I loved it when I was a kid, like, and it's weird, um, yeah. sort of, like, gives it a nice little foundation. And so I remember liking this one when I read it, and, uh... Yeah, reading it again, I still sort of, you know, it's obviously, like, there's some silliness. There's some, there's a lot of silliness to it. But I still thought it was pretty funny and, and like, spooky and a, a little bit. I kind of liked it. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot in common with, uh, that's kind of a, a trend in, in creepypastas, um, that it's kind of like a perversion of some childhood media. Uh, where actually, I have a future episode planned for some point where we're gonna go outside of creepypastas and talk about uh five nights at freddy's because it just has so much in common with um creepypastas because yeah. like it's the the genre seems to be like what if nostalgia was spooky <laughs> right <laughs> which i it's fine like you can do a lot with that um i mean i'm not good at writing horror so i've never given it a shot anyway uh specifically <laughs> about squidward suicide this is another one that has just like kind of a creepy picture to go along with it it's got like mm-hmm. the creepy title screen but then the like youtube shot of squidward's like sad face and his hollowed out eyes yeah. he's kind of spooky that, but, that's the, that's the scariest part really also yeah. this is the picture yeah it's there's um it i feel like whoever wrote it could have done a little better to make it like believable well yeah i mean i think the same can be said of all crappy pasta <laughs> <laughs> i do but like this one nickelodeon like there's nickelodeon had uh like lost horror movie uh and around this time that was written like nobody knew that that was real but like it was people thought it might be that was a crybaby lane it did turn out to be real which kind of makes it a little scarier and then like there's the the secret episode of dexter's lab where um he there's swearing Mm-hmm. He, uh, like, separates himself out into, uh, he uses the rude removal machine on him and Dee Dee and makes super rude versions and super nice versions. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, like, all the swears are bleeped, but they're, like, flipping the bird on the title card. Um, and that, they showed that, like, once at a convention, and then and I think Adult Swim put it on their website for, uh, like, a day a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is clearly drawing on that kind of, like, hey, have you heard about this you hear about this spongebob episode that you can't see did you hear it? <laughs> yeah, i heard yeah. about it and like if someone said that to you you'd be like yeah what uh, we did no tell me about it like what what happened i was yes ending myself what happened in it tell tell me and like you you wouldn't be like squidward killed himself and there's a bunch of footage of children being murdered You'd be like, uh, it's an episode where Spongebob and Patrick kiss, or, like, something that right, could yeah. reasonably happen. Right, right, right. The, this creepypasta seems like like someone had that concept in mind, right? Okay, let me pervert uh, some some child, you know, some children's cartoon. And then it wasn't scary enough, so he just he, he went back and he started ruining it by, like, 
editing too much. So then he he made it so that every paragraph has something creepy inside. And he's like, no, uh, this one's got to have a uh, uh, bleedy eyes. Okay, next paragraph. <laughs> this one's got to have a dead kid. Okay, next one. And he's just he just can't you know like and it's so he's he's put so many of them in there. By the time you get halfway through, it's like okay, is this like a, a just a list now of, of things that you you know like creepy things that you thought of? Like you don't have to put all of them in there. But yeah, we, sorry, go ahead. To, for a little positive note on this one, there's there's something there's something appealing to me about like just sort of the the blank thousand yard stare. Like there's something creepy, super creepy to me about like you know this this idea of the, whatever character right? like Squidward. It's actually kind of funny that it is Squidward because he seems like the one one of the characters who would dread off himself out of all of them. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's like he's like already the least goofy and yeah. just like turning him serious is like it takes 10 degrees less effort than anyone else yeah <laughs> and i've been like in a spot where like um you know where i'm like feeling pretty bad pretty pretty down in depression or whatever and and you know you just sort of sit there staring thinking going through all the thoughts in your head and that doesn't happen in cartoons right it's all about the action what's going on and these people trying to like you know going through the action and the acts of the episode so like to to imagine like you know one of these characters giving like the thousand yard stare right like just sort of like the you can tell they're like looping back in their head about all their about Squidward's sadness because there's plenty there's plenty sadness and depression for Squidward to like <laughs> to, to think about so like um that and then also I you know this is just me but like the whole like quick frame of something you know popping up and you have to go back and see what it is or something like that was always something that I found like weird and interesting in movies and stuff like um i'm trying to think of other movies like uh, like in the exorcist or whatever when the face shows up right and it's like yeah. super quick and goes away um or like the three frames in the rescuers that have a naked lady on that yeah yeah, yeah. All um, right uh so yeah, just sort of seeing that, you know, and th- there doesn't seem like I, I, there doesn't seem to be any connection between why there's these like pictures of like you know kids being eviscerated or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And Squidward being like, you know, like whatever, like the crying sound is, like he's just in his room or whatever, staring blankly with open eyes and crying sound, becoming very depressed and upset. Um, yeah, and just that, like, I, I don't know whether that's good or bad. Bad, right, whether there could be some connection drawn to it, but it's almost sort of, I almost sort of like it that there's no connection drawn, because it's like, what is going on then? Like, do these pictures come from some real thing in the world, right? How are these pictures, how, like, are these pictures, uh, did Squidward himself see these pictures? Perhaps Squidward is the photographer in the pictures. <laughs> did, right? Did Squidward, like, kidnap and kill a bunch of kids um uh or are these pictures you know just sort of like the uh the you know some sort of manifestation of why squidward is feeling like as every time i say squidward i want to like slap myself in the face um 
You know, Phil, our English teacher would be really happy with you for looking at it so critically. Yeah. <laughs> but you are being so generous. <laughs> well, see, I mean, I know I, I, to- I totally get that I am. And part of it is like that I read this when I was a much younger person. Um, but I don't know. There's just that that weird that weird thing of like that somebody can just like snap into a state of like completely like irreparable depression and for whatever reason and there are like weird unconnected uh like things of like signs of violence and then all of a sudden that person winds up like you know ending it all like squidward like squidward does here yeah you know the person <laughs> the person squidward <laughs> who shoots himself with a shotgun um, <laughs> The shot goes to the crowd with SpongeBob I mean, in center frame, and he too is booing. Very much unlike not like him, not like that. SpongeBob. Isn't the oddest thing though? What is odd is everyone had hyper realistic eyes, very detailed. Clearly not shots of real people's eyes, but something a bit more real realistic. than CGI. Yeah. What does that mean? I think he's trying to what? reference like those those hyper realistic SpongeBob shots. You know what I mean? Like those those uh, a bit more. Real uh, than CGI. This, yeah. This, there's a line in there that I love. It says, uh, very descriptive line. It says, the blood also done in a hyper realistic style, looking as if you touched it, you'd get blood on your fingers. <laughs> a word? Is that what realistic blood is like? <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, what's that other? Ah, yes. Uh, the shot quickly panned out, and that deep voice said, do it, and we see in Squidward's hands a shotgun. A shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> it's Squid like heads. it would have been a great thing if it was either like a cartoon that somebody chopped and screwed and put in like all these horrible things mm-hmm. or is a normal episode of Spongebob but instead of following Spongebob to work you pan up to Squidward and he kills himself <laughs> either of those would have been creepier but putting them together is just this like ludicrously over the top like uh, like the evil within kind of mishmash of horror tropes yeah it was like, all right, we gotta, uh, we got limited time here. We've gotta make a ten minute long read, but we gotta fit in these fifteen different disparate elements. <laughs> Go, <laughs> like he had to meet a quota of creepy right. things. But yeah, like, he probably, he it probably does have got, good ideas, I guess. I just, probably got like the 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 save the cat book for for creepy pasta. Yeah. You know, he's like, he's like, he has a <laughs> he has a, a kill the child. Is that what that was? <laughs> it comes it comes <laughs> it comes with like a, a a little checklist that with that's already perforated so you can just like kind of cut it out and put it right next to your desk <laughs> right. and, and check it off every time you've done a trope you know, just to make sure you you covered all your bases i love i love like the weird like sort of bookended plot of like this the, the person telling the story is an animator for nickelodeon <laughs> uh, he was like interning you know, it like adds a little bit of like, like he's in there, but he's not quite in there, so like he doesn't know exactly what's going on. Um, and like that they even like reference Mr. Hillenberg, like you know, yeah. CEO <laughs> of Nickelodeon. And like, at, they just watched the whole thing with like Steven Hillenberg, creator <laughs> of SpongeBob, right there in the room, and he didn't say anything. 
what up? He's well, actually there is there yeah. is a line. He demanded to know what the over. heck was going on. Yeah, <laughs> after the, after the watching the whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. He's yeah. He just sat that like as soon as it came up with like the dirty jokes in the Squidward suicide, he should be like, "All right, guys, very funny. I'm gonna leave now because <laughs> I'm a literal millionaire because <laughs> I created the most successful cartoon ever by interns who I am hanging out with for the purposes of this story. Right. He's he is he is hanging out with an intern and also he's in the studio with like the sound guys and the video guys and they're just there to watch an episode like I guess before it goes on the air. It's like a normal thing you do, like get the the big boss to just like watch the episode. Yeah, they it said they got they're in the editing room watching Fear of a Krabby Patty, which I guess was a season the season 4 premiere based on the context of the story. But then like, oh, it, it had uh it said Squidward suicides that this is a different episode. You'd be like, oh, this is the wrong tape. Take it out and throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> End of story. Right, he sa- he sat there and watched it and like, what is this? <laughs> like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> the full 11-minute episode, even with the pausing and rewinding to get a better look at like the murdered children <laughs> photos, and at no point until it was all over and like the tape had gone to static or whatever does he raise any objection. He's like, this is normal. Everything is normal. (laughs) Wait a second. What did I just watch? I imagine Steven Hillenburg, like, you know, like happy go lucky looking motherfucker, just like sitting with a blank eyes, like in the seat after having watched this. What is going on? Wait, no, hold on. I solved the mystery. He did it. Oh, it was him. (laughs) Steven Hillenburg made it because, like, otherwise. Like, he's just sitting there, like, licking his lips and whispering, yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody noticed because they're so upset by the gross episode. I can't wait for them to write stories about this on 4chan. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. I won't make anyone sign NDAs. (laughs) (laughs) Then Mr. Hillenberg turned around, and he had the eyes, too, and they were bleeding. (gasps) Oh! (laughs) Uh, and like and the, then uh, Mr. Hillenberg was a zombie. <laughs> I like the, um, you, you know, Phil, how you were saying that, you know, they're like, I was an intern at Nickelodeon Studios, you know, in, in, in 2005. It's like that, uh, that is, for Creepypasta, that is the new, oh, I heard this story from a friend of a friend of mine. Yeah. Like, now you just make up, you just... You just, at the very beginning, you just put, oh, this is what ties me to the story, and this is when it happened. So you're like, yeah. oh, well, it happened at a time yeah, and my, at a place. My dad works the new Once Upon a Time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or well, like uh, the... Um, it's like nope, the, I lost the, it. the scary version of My Dad Works at Nintendo. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say before I lost it. <laughs> like, yeah, my uh, my friend's my friend's uncle, he works at N- Nintendo, uh, and he said that they had to recall the Pokemon cartridges because it made kids kill themselves. <laughs> like, no, it didn't. That didn't happen. Go go away, terrible friend. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Your dad works for no Nintendo. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nintendo. He Nintendoesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, he Nintendoesn't. <laughs> I'm calling it there. Uh... 
do, Judd, do you have any any uh, plugs for our fans where they can find you on the internet? You can find me at Cephalic on Twitter, which Jeff usually links to. So it's true, I do that. How about you, Phil? Yeah, you can find me at um, uh, Sora Agrees on Twitter. <laughs> Also, if you want, if if you're a if you're a church going a church going person, uh, you can find me at thegospelofmark.info, where I uh you yeah I I do a a, a nice little uh, performance of the Gospel of Mark for uh, for church people. So if you uh, we, history's first creepy pasta, yes, his, history's first <laughs> creepy pasta. Like, listen, I was in. You would not believe it. I met this dude jesus and he did the craziest <laughs> things and then he died violently <laughs> <laughs> and if you paused him you could see photos of dead children yeah That's, there's there's mary mary came back to joseph that night and she's like i oh my god i'm pregnant <laughs> and he's like well i you haven't but even you, who was you were like who was phone <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like you were, you said you were saving yourself. She's like, yeah, I, kn- I don't know. I got a I, bun uh, in the oven. I don't know how this happened. That's the we- can- It's just the weirdest thing. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, j three fk weaponizedlanguage dot com. Uh, you can also uh, go. Both Judd and Phil are in episodes of Frank Ecto Ghost Detective, which is available at weaponizedlanguage.com and on iTunes. Please Forget about rate, it. subscribe. Uh, I'm currently in the process of editing and casting and recording and producing uh, the third episode, which should be out eventually. You can uh, follow me on Tumblr, weaponizedlanguage.tumblr.com. Reblog, subscribe because. I think Tumblr would like this show. I'm making it for them. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> also, if go to sleep. Like, if you like Jeff's show, you should rate it and review it. Okay. Yes, rate and subscribe. Go to sleep. Like, comment, subscribe. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. We did it, guys.